This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So can I just say, putting out a statement that if you spend an entire radio show yesterday like we did, encouraging people to check out their own backsides, the last thing you want to have happen to you is to have a bad back and then be broadcasting from home. So thank you to everyone who's got in touch asking if, if I've hurt my back by checking out my own bum. No, I never got around to it. I never got a chance, actually, because my sciatica has kicked in again. So I'm broadcasting from home. Uh, Richie and Adem, producer Adem and the team are, are in the studio. So uh, yet again, like Darren Anderton, my body has let me down. Old school football player uh, <laughs> reference, that kind of thing. But I, I, I've come to you know know now after the years of ups and downs with. I think when you've got a bad back, it's it's in and out. You're never completely fine. It's always just around the corner. Uh, the next time that this kind of thing happens, but it's my Achilles heel. There's no two ways about it. It's my weakness. So as we always do in her time, to uh, the ups and downs of our lives into stuff that we can use, content on the show, tell us your Achilles heel or weakness. I am thankful. I'm thankful it's not a physical one for me. Um, I am one of these people that I think WH Smiths modelled their little practice of selling chocolate bars by the tills on. That's 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 where it comes from. <laughs> I am the kind of person that can't buy in a supermarket uh, and and see like a a brand new Cadbury's bar for sale and 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 go away without it. That is my weakness. Like Whisper Gold Caramel, uh, Sorted Caramel has been uh, been released at the moment. It's a new little limited edition one. Whisper Gold, you know, yeah. Whisper Bar with the toffee in it, but now it's a sorted caramel one. I can't, I can't not pick it up for the bargain that they're trying to sell it for. I think you get drawn in, you do, don't you, by like a, a, a flavour combination that might not be done before. In fact, we were only talking about this last night with in Marmite always being combined with different things on the show, weren't we, as well? Yep. So, yeah, your, your Achilles heel is definitely a bit of that. Tricky says, my Achilles heel is cheese. I love cheese, any type of cheese, especially blue cheese. But it gives me gout, and that hurts. So it's stuff that you love causing you pain but you can't help yourself also a big thank you to everyone who's got in touch who there's so many other people who have back problems it's unbelievable it's, it's a wider problem than i first thought so thank you to everyone who's kind of messaged me with little uh, maneuvers i can do or or cures and that kind of thing but we're trying to put it to some content use this evening on home time if you have an achilles heel or a weakness tell us about it 8 12 15 text the show uh, richard says his weakness his achilles heel Classic football shirts. Richard, that is one that Ooh. I could very, very, very easily fall down myself as well. I used to own so many. I never chucked an old football shirt. I got to a stage where I, I had about 60 old Arsenal shirts, honestly. Uh, and then um, they, they fell foul of a, a, a previous period in my life. <laughs> Let's, Let's put it about like that. that the yeah. <laughs> Glad to have got away with, you, with your dignity intact. Uh, Paul says, this is weird, his Achilles is his actual left Achilles. Have you ever heard anyone's Achilles actually go? It's the worst thing. Uh, when I was playing football back in Bristol back in the day, uh, one of the guys on our team did his Achilles heel. And it's like a little cap going. It's like a pop. Ugh. It's the weirdest, weirdest oh. thing. And then uh, Britpop Memories say, uh, Achilles heel is uh, golden ale. A good golden nail. My knees are wrecked. Both click and one of them grinds when I go downstairs. But I literally cannot resist a good gold nail. Uh, CD says on Twitter, Bush is probably all that standing up in the bike section of the train that's done it. Do you know what, right? I don't want to get, to get into this, but I've had to cycle in with me bigger bike, which is probably where my back problems come from, right? Uh, and there's pe who are these people that sit 
like in it with a suit on without a bike in a, in that big section that's there for people who've got their bikes. I had to stand up for ages. You're right, mate. It's probably him. <laughs> uh, specific films uh, tweets, Sid. I can relate to this. Uh, tweet goes on. Uh, if Falling Down or Bill and Ted or The Italian Job or other certain films suddenly appear, I have to watch them, whatever I might have been doing. I'm exactly like that. ITV2 or ITV4, if, if suddenly you see that... Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone is on. Despite the fact I've seen it so many times, and despite the fact it's on a channel that will probably put a news bulletin halfway through it, I'll have to sit and watch it. That is a weakness for me. See, I'm the direct opposite. I won't watch films again. Very, very few films have I ever watched again. I think when a, when a film's done and watched, that's it done and dusted as far as I'm concerned and moving on. <laughs> it's just how I am. It's just how I roll. I, I, you know, and I'm that brutal about uh, bike sections on trains as well, but don't get me started again. Andrew says, his Achilles heel, his weakness, try not to drink after the 2 till 10 shift. Oh. I always say I'll just have a couple, then I'm sat there singing at three in the morning, getting shouted at by Abigail Mims. <laughs> I, I think this is partner, not a ghost. <laughs> I hope so. I feel like Absolute Radio, bad back. Uh, could be a, a digital station that we might want to look at in the future because there's definitely there's definitely a want for it. Thank you to Natalia who's just uh, uh, messaged me about a manoeuvre called the reclining pigeon, which oh, apparently helps sciatica. Really? I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> yes, reclining pigeon. Well, sounds like a band that our producer Nick might go and see at one of those festivals. But we're asking you, given that my back is clearly my weakness, my Achilles heel, tell us your weakness or Achilles heel this evening on Home Time. Uh, Chris has actually got a, 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 another couple of physical Achilles heels sometimes which like yours has just happened you're back but sometimes you get these weaknesses that get caused by the strangest of things he says herniated disc but this was caused Oof. by picking up an escaped hamster and my knee oh, my has word. now gone after a fall in the stands at Blundell Park while carrying a hot chocolate I'm looking forward to the next bit of me that's going to give up and fall off that's the worst thing about it, isn't it? All this stuff happens through, like, it's not, not doing anything brilliant or extravagant. It's just stupid things like putting your underpants on. That's where all these things come from. Uh, there's a little flurry of Achilles heels here from Hometime listeners. PF's one is crisps, but doesn't specify which flavour. <laughs> Algie says he's got a weakness for pundit shoes and live, love, laugh, bric-a-brac. And 1878 says his biggest Achilles heel, a direct debit. Do you know what? Sometimes you feel you know somebody and then they, they, they drop a piece of information and you realise you didn't know them at all. And quite often that's a friend. But when it's your own dad, it's startling. Bush, do you know, the other day he told me he'd never had a Cornetto. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I mean, because Cornettos have been around for donkey's years. I remember the old advert, um, just one Cornetto. When you when you were a kid, that was like in the, in like the 80s, do you know what I mean? I know, I know. The, the 80s that I grew up in and he was raising me. It's the strangest thing. He was staying for a few days, lovely to always have the parents stay. Um, and uh, he'd eaten and asked whether there was any ice cream in the freezer. He fancied a little dessert. I had to apologise. There was no time of vanilla ice cream. Sorry, Dad, we don't keep it in. Uh, but there's a Cornetto if you want one. Uh, to which he replied, what's that? Don't think I've had one of those. Never had wow. a Cornetto. He won't mind me sharing. Well, he might do. Uh, that he's, he's just ticked north of 70 and he's never had a Cornetto. I was absolutely stunned. You'd approve of what happened next. I gave him the Cornetto. He tried it, said it was absolutely fantastic. Three minutes later, I come back. He's got a plate out of the cupboard. He's eating it with a knife and fork because he said he wanted a dessert. So <laughs> knife yes. and fork he's a man it was. After my own heart. After my own heart, knife and forkism alive and well there. But but imagine though, and no, I don't mean this in a bad way to him, but imagine discovering something that you love 
that's been around for ages, but you, you discover it after the age of 70. You, your dad could have been into Cornettos when he was like in his 30s. He's, he's got a lot of time to make up, do you know what I mean? Well, that's very true. I guess I was looking at it in a, in a negative way, but you're quite right. What a wonderful discovery to make and, you know, to, to have in these these twilight years. Absolutely fantastic, all these different Cornettos and, and the ones to make up on. It's wonderful. If I, if I was your dad now, I would just tour around the United Kingdom just trying different Cornettos at different corner shops and making keep, maybe keep a diary of it or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so look, uh, complete this sentence. I am X years old and I have never. Yes, it's an old playground game, but it seems very appropriate today. You've reached what age and you have never. Andrew says, I'm 41. I've, I've never been to Blackpool. Uh, it seems it's very common in the late 80s and early 90s for loads of my mates to go there for the holidays. I'd always get sticks of rock brought back from them after they'd been there. I've never been to Blackpool myself. Bush, you and I have been to Blackpool together. Andrew's missing out. He is missing out. But I, I would say, I don't mean this is a bad way to Blackpool. Or This is in life in general. If you've built something up in your mind to look a certain way, right, he's probably got an idea in his head of what Blackpool is. Just leave it at that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like Las Vegas. If it's Las Vegas in your head, just leave it at that. We went there and we did find that it had the best fish and chips in the UK. That was on our fish and chips tour. Very good. It's got lovely fish and chips. So I'll be honest with you, I've never been more scared in my life walking back after a night out. Uh, Tom Corbett has been on. I can't believe this. Richie, you'll be horrified by this. Tom is 29. He's never had a drive through McDonald's. I can't believe that, particularly at that age. I'd understand if he was potentially a, a, a fair bit older, but 29, never had a drive-through. You're missing out. I mean, even the, the McDonald's breakfast at the weekend, uh, 9 uh, o'clock. Surely that age range, all they do is have McDonald's drive-through, takeaway, delivery, and then send photos of their private parts to each other. I mean, come <laughs> on, Tom, what are you doing with yourself? Uh, Steve says, I'm 45 years old. I've never driven a car in London. I passed my test when I was 21. That is 24 years by my maths of Dodging, driving in the capital city. Steve, I would have to say, you're not missing out on much. Genuinely not missing anything. Keep it that way. Oliver says, I'm 42 years old. I've never driven through a car wash. <laughs> a driving one of a different um, of a different way. Do you know what? I, I drove through car washes loads when I was a kid. And then when I realised what they actually do to your paintwork, and boy, have I ever sounded more like a dad. Um, I, no, I don't think I would drive through a car wash anymore. They used to scare me. I had an absolute first-rate phobia of uh, those drive-through car washes when I was a kid. I thought it was like a massive monster <laughs> coming to eat us. So, uh, again, another one. Some of these things that people haven't done, it's not necessarily that bad. This one is, Robert says, 43, never been to a concert in any way, shape or form. It's, it's a shame that 10 weeks of tickets is over and done with. Robert, we'd have to put that one right. Get yourself down the food bank tomorrow. The bloke from Keane's playing. Some of these that have come in actually make my dad and his Cornetto dodging seem a little bit better. Bush Bethan is 37 years old and has never learnt to ride a bike. That is madness, isn't it? Yeah. That is real madness. He's missing out. He's missing out on a good time. Looking at Bradley Wiggins and thinking it's witchcraft. Yeah, she's missing out on shouting at like motorists and, and pedestrians <laughs> and just the general triangulation of war that goes on on the UK's <laughs> roads. Get yourself in, get a bike, get yourself seen, get involved. Uh, Jane says, I'm 51 years old and I've never seen a James Bond film. <laughs> okay, I mean... Well, oh. I, I don't... 
can I be honest? I'm not massive. I don't think I don't think she's missing out too much. Not they're not that good, are they? Really, I'm not that bothered by Bond movies overall. You could say that after the last one, um, it's, it's all been done anyway. Now, uh, da- Danny says, and, and this one's shocking. Danny, I'm 57 year old. I've never been swimming. I don't know whether I can swim or not. Well, I I, I would suggest if you've never been swimming, <laughs> you can't. Like it doesn't work like that. This is astonishing. Luke says I'm in my 30s. I've never drunk a pint. Now, I, I need to clarify this because if well, he's saying that he's never finished a pint, I'd have to hold my hand up on that as well. I, I'm not a great finisher of a pint. I'll always leave like a couple of millimetres. I don't like that swill in the bottom. Do you remember? Do you remember the stick we got when, when our, fo- our show first started? <laughs> we did a big announcement picture of me yeah. and you in the pub with yeah. our boss. Yeah. And Bar, you know, people should have been like, oh, brilliant. Those guys have got a show together. That's going to be really good. No, everyone was just taking the mickey out of the fact that we've both left loads of like <laughs> half pints and third pints because we don't like the bit at the end. Anyone else get this at the situation in their house at the moment where, like, most of the year, don't really see that many spiders, particularly here in Leon Sea. I'll be honest, you don't really see spiders, but something's happened in the past like few weeks where. Every time you open a door, it's like a provincial ghost train at a fairground where every time you open a door in a cupboard, bleh, big spider comes out like bloke dressed up in fur. Bleh, put your hand under the sink. Bleh, spiders. Bleh. And they're not, you know, they're not like hanging around. They're like doing webs or bleh, eating a fly or having it off with each other. But this is like a spider explosion. So what, have they decided that it's best, more effective to be quiet for like nine months of the year and then suddenly spring into action and scare everyone? What's going on? Have you noticed this? Absolutely have noticed it because at the moment there is a glass tumbler that has been taken out of the fleet in the kitchen and is specifically put aside uh, for catching spiders. You know the method. You see a big spider, it's there, just sat in the middle of a carpet somewhere. You go and plunge that tumbler over the top of it, go and find a piece of cardboard, slide it underneath, out the patio door it goes. There's one just... It's like a recovery Thunderbird uh, sort of thing that's just ready to go. They're mad. But... There's, there's one spider at the moment, right, that is massive, and he's, he lives in the plastic casing of the gas tank underneath our barbecue. And he's so big, he's almost got trousers, and I'm just going to leave him to it. But I, I was I read an article uh, yesterday saying that apparently this, and, and this will explain it, is spider mating season. Now, ah. I didn't click on the article, but apparently there's like a load of different ways that you can stop spiders from like having it off in your house and going and doing it outside. So if you're listening to this and you've got some spider avoidance hacks, I believe, co- not coconuts, conkers. Is, don't put coconuts around the house. People think you're trying to do witchcraft. But apparently con- conkers, I don't know why, they don't like conkers. That, that'll get rid of them. If you've got any other suggestions, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. You do know that spiders have this same conversation about humans on February the 14th. <laughs> Valentine's Day, what are they doing? <laughs> this is The Daily Takeaway. Bush, you're obviously my my show co-host. We are colleagues, but we're dear friends that go back a long way. I feel I can ask you a question and you'll give me an honest answer. It's not about my bum again, is it? No, it's not. Do okay. I look like a man who likes pork? <laughs> Do you know what, right? And don't take this the wrong way. I'd say yes. <laughs> um, a weird thing happened to me last night after the show in a restaurant. A friend of mine and I went out for some food. We'd ordered uh, ordered our food, just ordered straight to main course, didn't order any sides or uh, uh, starters. And the waiter comes back uh, with a side dish, puts it down on uh, on the table. I'm like, oh, no, sorry, we didn't order any, um, uh, any starters. That's uh, obviously not for us. And uh, takes it away. 
Another waiter comes back a few minutes later, the one who'd taken our order with that same starter and puts it down and goes, sorry, sir, I ordered this for you as uh, a special treat. Uh, these are um, pork gyozas, uh, Chinese-style pork gyozas. Because, sir, I looked at you and I thought to myself, this is a man who likes his pork. <laughs> That's a weird. That's a weird thing to say. As a comment that would stay in my mind for like, why are they thinking that for a hell of a long time? Now, my friend who I was eating with has known me for twenty five years and and roared with laughter, um, and said after the waiter had gone, said, "I've never looked at you in all those years and thought to myself, you're a man who like. What do you look at in someone and kind of think? I bet he likes his pork." He loves a bit of pork, doesn't he? It's very controlling as well, isn't it? It's very much like uh, they, he's bought you an outfit that he throws on the bed and he wants you to wear that. Do you know what I mean? Put maybe, it on. M- maybe I'm being ignorant, because I know, obviously, with wines, you get your sommeliers who know everything and kind of like, oh, you'll like this. You'll like this. But I've, ne- <laughs> I've never had that with a bit of sausage. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Lots of stuff still coming on in and over the wires on stuff that we've talked about so far this evening. Earlier on, we were talking about what's your Achilles heel or your weakness. Uh, James says, uh, Bush and Richie, my Achilles heel is almond flapjacks that you get at train station kiosks. <laughs> Oof, that's for sure. And someone else says, my weakness is Scottish shortbread. I can demolish a whole box once opened. It doesn't do my dieting any good, but I also have a bad back, so I can empathise. Oh, that was another bit about my bad back earlier on. There you go, you're up to speed. <laughs> I was going to say, those two, they, that could be you and me there. You you are very fond of an almond flapjack, and I could wipe out the whole stockpile of Scottish shortbread if I was given the chance. Um, it some, is, it's the same. <laughs> some I have nevers that are still coming in from my dear old man who's just tried his first Cornetto, just north of 70. Uh, Bush, uh, I've never had a kebab. I'm very proud, says this particular, particular text. Doesn't give an age. Whoa. Why uh, are they proud of that? I wouldn't be proud of that. There's, there's an amazing world of kebabs out there for you to get involved with. Darren says, I'm 60. I have never been on a roller coaster. Uh, I have been on one. I don't intend to go on any uh, ever again in my life, and I'm 45. Uh, And Alex says, should I admit to this? Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Alex, I've said what your name is. I'm going to have to read the rest of this out, but he's called Alex. Nothing we can do about it. I'm 53. I've never yet paid for a TV (gasps) licence. Outrageous. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.